Time to get inspired, develop and improve your yoga knowledge in English. You listen to Your Yoga in English, a podcast for non-native English-speaking yogis that want to practice or teach yoga worldwide. My name is Annie, the founder of Enga Unite, and here to guide you on your way to become the confident, effective and knowledgeable English-speaking yogi you want to be. In the past weeks, I've been sitting in places with different backgrounds. I'm traveling currently. And before I was in Portugal, right now I'm in Morocco. A couple of weeks ago, I attended a retreat here in Morocco in Tarasud, which is a really beautiful, calm and peaceful service town. And this was a retreat really focused on mindfulness and conscious business development. But doing this in a way that really aligns with your purpose. And I think and I believe that really this also speaks to you because we're all here, yoga teachers, yoga teachers or people that are in the wellness industry, creating a career or creating a business that they love to help and serve others the best way they can. And I would like to share a little bit about this with you because I started Enga about three or four years ago, just before the pandemic. And in the beginning, all of this was in person. We did in-person classes and courses. And throughout the pandemic, I started to create an online business, be present more online, make that our courses are online as well and serve more people around the world. And I realized that my purpose really is to help you become very confident in your English speaking and communication so that you can serve more people around the world and share yoga with the communities that yoga otherwise wouldn't be accessible to. But I see a change because the people that we work with right now They all want to learn how to teach yoga in English more confidently and effectively, but also start their own career and start their own businesses. So as I see this change in our community, I feel like I need to make some changes at Enga too, because I feel like we're attracting more and more people that want to be self-employed or want to be freelance yoga teacher. So I feel like behind the scenes, I need to do some restructuring, make that our courses are self-paced so that you can learn from wherever you are, whenever you have the time, all in your own time and in your own space. But I'm still available and on site to give you support and give feedback on your teaching practices and your conversation skills on your homework, but just restructure it a little bit. And also dive into the business side of things and coaching to really make sure that your ideas and the plans and the goals that you have for your business are done purposefully and intentionally. Yeah, so the reason I'm sharing this with you right now is that I'm making changes and I'm dialing in with the concept of flow. Yeah, I'm dialing in with the concept of flow. And I think for you as well, this is something to consider, to maybe study, to dial in with a little bit for yourself and reflect on. 
Yeah, so going with the flow. We all hear this. We hear this all the time. We hear this in our yoga classes. We hear this in films and in music. Maybe when you speak to people to go with the flow. And going with the flow means that you take on the opportunities that arise as they come to you. That you are not too attached to a plan or to a goal or to a belief that it needs to be a certain way. But that you take on opportunities, chances, whatever it is, as they arise for you, as they come to you, as you hear them or as you as they present to you in life. Yes, so maybe you've heard of splenic decision making. Yes, so splenic decision making means that you make decisions based on your gut and on your intuition. Sometimes it may feel that this is reckless because you have no real rational or reason or explanation why something feels right the way it does. And I believe that if you really dial into the splenic decision making, if you listen to your intuition, if you truly connect to it, not everything needs a clarification. Not everything needs a reason or an explanation. When things feel right, it simply feels right. And that might mean that you have to make changes in your life. But I also believe that if you make these changes, they happen for a reason and they are there to serve you, to learn new things, to reflect on things, but actually live your life in a more purposeful and intentional way. Now, this all came like this reflection and the concept that I'm playing with right now and that I'm explaining to you. This really came back to me because obviously as a yoga teacher studying everything to do with the yoga philosophy, this is something that we study regularly. But this came back to me being at the retreat. So this is a retreat hosted by Borderless Retreat. And you can find them later today in the link in my bio. And this really helps you to create your business and to follow your entrepreneurial path with more purpose, more intentional, but also actually feeling good about the things that you do without being too attached to the outcome, but simply following the path as it's already lined out for you. So coming to the concept of flow, concept of flow. If you look at the dictionary, flow is the act of moving, the act of moving in a continuous stream. Yeah, and if you translate this to the yoga philosophy or philosophy in general or psychology rather, it's a state of engagement, of focus and contentment in the present moment and current activity. I'm going to repeat that. So flow in psychology is a state of engagement, focus and contentment in the present moments and current activity. Yeah, you know that feeling of being completely absorbed in a task or activity and you're ultra focused, you lose track of time, you lose a sense of self-consciousness and all your thoughts. Some people call this being in the zone. Yeah, there's a really great film, which is called Soul by Disney and Pixar. 
that explains the concept of flow in a very, very beautiful way. It's a very nice way to look at it. I definitely recommend watching this film. So it's called Soul. And if you've seen Inside Out, it's very similar to that, but different type of focus of the film. Yeah. If you don't know what I'm speaking about when I reflect or when I refer to flow, think back to a moment when you were a child or maybe when you were younger and you played a game or you were playing with one of your favorite toys and you completely lost track of time, awareness of any physical needs like thirst or hunger or even the way that your hands and your feet got numb because you're in an uncomfortable position. It's that feeling that you completely in the moment, in the zone, completely absorbed in what you're doing. And it's because you're content with it. You really enjoy it. It engages you. There is a healthy challenge to it. So it's not too easy, but it's not too difficult either. And it gives you some type of purpose. Now, creating or cultivating flow as an adult can be very challenging. Because in most cultures, nowadays, we're programmed to think and to behave rationally. So we're looking for answers and we're looking for reasons to justify the actions we take or justify decisions that we make. And especially when making decisions, our thinking mind can hinder us from doing or even finding the things that we love to do or that we want to do the most. And this rational thinking pushes us to perform well, to make progress and achieve very big results, but often in a very forceful way. Yes, so it's operating based on logic, on analytics, on reason, rationality, which detaches us from acting and from feeling intuitively and connecting to the wisdom that we experience within, right? So we're thinking too much about all the things we want to do and achieve and all the outcomes that we have in mind and the results that we want to have, but we're not really feeling into it. Yeah, so it can be really hard to then create or to cultivate the state of flow. Yeah, so a strong will, because all of that has to do with a strong will and determination. So a strong will and determination are really great qualities to use when you want to create a life and a business or a career that you want or that you dream of. But to some extent, you do need to put in the work and go after your wishes and your dreams. But when energies like will and determination become too strong, too forceful, they actually hinder you from achieving the things that you want with flow. And they stop you from seeing obstacles and instead make you try to push through them. You keep pushing, 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 pushing. But actually that stops you from being in that state of flow. So being persistent, and even though you know that something is off or something is not working for you, all of that could cause you to put yourself under a lot of pressure, that you want things to happen too fast, too soon, you become perfectionistic, become attached to all the outcomes, also you become disengaged from the present moment and unsatisfied with the process and any 
are all the little and small results that you make. You might not even see them anymore. So creating a life or a business based solely on logic and rational brings you in a desperate type of energy. And this desperate type of energy, this causes you to overthink and to focus on negative outcomes or on negative what-if scenarios that cause you to self-doubt or to question yourself, to question if you're good enough, if you're actually doing the right thing. They also cause you to live in the past, thinking about past things, or to live in the future too much, thinking about all the things that could happen or are not happening yet, and thereby feel disengaged from your true and your authentic self. Now, for the yoga teachers out here, I don't think I need to explain what your true authentic self means. But if this is something that you're still discovering, go to our courses and check out the Find Your Yoga Teacher's Voice in English course, because it will really help you to dial in with what your authentic self is, what it looks like, most of all, what it feels like. So check that out in our courses on engayunite.com. And you can find the link in my bio. Yeah. So all of that causes you all these negative thinking, self-doubt, questioning yourself, living in the past, living in the future. All of that disengages you from your true authentic self. And it's possible that right now you feel frustrated, annoyed, overwhelmed self-critical maybe you feel demotivated because you don't know what you're doing or you don't know how to continue that you doubt that you're doing the right thing as well or where to go next from here so if that's you and if you feel that this is something that applies to you right now or this has happened to you in the past that you didn't really know how to navigate that i want to take you through a very quick exercise very quick exercise to practice listening to your intuition and strengthen your ability to connect to the concept of flow so that you can create a life and a business with more ease and more contentment yeah so less pressure less doing 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 but more feeling and taking steps intuitively and purposefully yeah so grab pen and paper Grab pen and paper, go through the exercise with me. I'm going to give you four, let me double check, four questions, four questions. And before you answer those four questions, use your yogic toolkit to create presence and find a place of calm, of openness that will help you to really dial in with what's happening inside. Yeah, and to create that place, you can do any yogic asanas, you can do meditation, journaling, running, anything that works for you, anything that will help you to stay calm and create openness to be able to listen to what's happening inside and receive the answers. So create a space where you can answer the questions without thinking or with listening too much to the thoughts that may occupy your mind, but answer them from the heart with intuition and with purpose so i know as well that for some people all of what i'm explaining right now may sound very spiritual yeah it may sound very spiritual like oh this girl has just gone with the fairies and all this intuition but i need to achieve i need to do these things because of whatever fears or limitations come up 
but I promise that the answers to these questions could change your mindset and the way of working and definitely ease all the negative feelings and all the negative thoughts that you experience now and lessen self-doubt or critical thinking. All right. So whenever I start a private coaching program with clients, with private clients, these are the questions I also ask to set the tone and to dial in with your heart's desire. Like I said, I know that it may all sound very spiritual to you because you've put yourself under so much pressure, but I promise you that when you're open to receiving and you're open to doing the work with time and with practice, the answers to these questions will help you so much, not only to recognize your logical and your rational thinking mind, but also recognize when it's taken over control and it will help you to become aware of when you're losing your state of flow so that you can more naturally and more easily reconnect to it so that you're in a more constant way of being into it and make your decisions more intuitively and purposefully, right? So grab your pen and paper, grab pen and paper and write with me. Remember that before you answer these questions, you sit down or maybe you use your yogic toolkit and create a space of calm and openness, a space where you can receive answers from within, right? So question number one, number one, what does your ideal self believe in? What does your ideal self believe in? So this is not your limiting beliefs. This is not what well, I believe that I'm not good enough, I'm not capable enough, or there's too much competition. Really write down what you believe in about yourself, about your values, your qualities, what you think about the world. What do you believe in? Number two, how does this ideal self behave on a daily basis? How does this ideal self behave on a daily basis? And think of the moment that you wake up to the moment that you go to bed. Think of the activities, conversations, practices, your nutrition, so things that you consume in terms of food and drinks, but also in terms of media. So all the things that you do on a daily basis, how do you behave? How do you behave? This ideal self, how does it behave? Then number three, what type of interaction, activities and relationships makes this ideal self feel most alive? So what type of interaction makes this ideal self feel most alive? Think of activities that you perform during the day, but also relationships and the types of conversations that you have with these people. Number three, what type of interaction makes this ideal self feel most alive? Number four, question number four, what about your thoughts and what about your behavior hinders you from being your ideal self now? What about your thoughts and behavior hinders you from being your ideal self right now? What is stopping you? And then number five, I'm sorry, there were five questions. I told you there were four, but there's actually five. And number five is more of an exercise. So you've got your questions and the answers. Number five is an exercise for the next 90 days. Number five, small exercise. What small changes 
can you commit to in the next 90 days to work towards being your ideal self? What small changes can you commit to on the next 90 days to work towards being your ideal self? Yeah. So those are five things for you to do. Four questions, one little exercise. And I promise you, if you create this space of calm, openness, open to receiving, open it to listen from within, this will make such a difference and will definitely help you not straight away, be patient with yourself, but will help you to recognize when your logical and rational thinking might take over or takes the control and how to smoothly transition back to that state of flow and listen, make your decisions and take action from within. So I'm going to quickly summarize and explain again for you. So flow, what is flow? Is it cons? Is the action? Is the action or a state of intense engagement, focus and contentment in the present moment or a current activity? Yeah, a state of intense engagement, focus and contentment in the present moment and current activity. And then I explained a lot about the logical and rational thinking mind. And then the four questions to help create this state of flow and recognize when you're not in it. These are the four questions that I want you to reflect on. So number one, what does your ideal self believe in? Number two, how does this ideal self behave on a daily basis? Number three, what type of interaction makes this ideal self feel most alive? Number four, what about your thoughts and behavior hinders you from being your ideal self? And number five is the exercise. What small changes can you commit to in the next 90 days to work towards being your ideal self? And I'm emphasizing small changes. Because changing things drastically from one to the other day sometimes works, sometimes it does, but usually it's easier for you to make small changes one step at a time and ease yourself into it and ease yourself into it, especially when it comes to routines or habits. All right, sending you lots and lots of love. I hope to see all of you next week. Any questions, send me a message. And wishing you a great rest of your day and rest of your week. Mwah. Goodbye, lovelies. You listen to Your Yoga in English, brought to you by Enga Unite, a unique online learning platform for non-native English-speaking yogis. If you liked what you learned today, I would love for you to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us at Enga Unite. Join the community and become a member of the Teach Yoga in English support group. Check out our continuing education membership that offers you the chance to develop your skills and expertise through self-paced learning and live classes and training. If you want help understanding what you need to improve and create an action plan to achieve the goals that you have for your career as an international yoga teacher, book a free discovery call with me, Annie. You can find all the links in the show notes. This is your time to invest time in your personal and professional development.